We're, uh, we've been thinking about the I am sayings in John's Gospel, these seven beautiful sayings that uh, Jesus gives in John's Gospel and the way in which they uh, give us a, a jigsaw or a, a way of understanding who um, Jesus is. And uh, we began with I am the resurrection and the life. Uh, and then we looked at I am the bread of life. Uh, Richard led us through I am the light of the world. And then last week, uh, David spoke about I am the gate for the sheep. And, uh, and this week we, we turn to I am the good shepherd. And of course, uh, these I am statements are not just descriptive. They don't just tell us uh, something about Jesus. They are also um, uh, uh, claims of Jesus. They are also uh, Jesus uh, making rather outrageous uh, comments about who he is. Um, and uh, it's important that we, that we grasp that. When he says, I am, he is, uh, as it were, reaching back into the Old Testament to the time when uh, God revealed himself, in, particularly at the burning bush. And he said to Moses, I am who I am. He gave his name, the divine name, uh, so much so that uh, when uh, Jesus says, you know, before Abraham was, I am, uh, the people thereabout wanted to stone him. They knew that this was a really uh, outrageous phrase for anyone to take and to apply to themselves. But Jesus does it uh, this seven times in uh, John's Gospel. And today we have a, a couple of extra sort of outrageous things that Jesus says. Firstly, he, he says that he's good. I am the good shepherd. And uh, we know from uh, elsewhere in the Gospels that uh, remember when the rich young man comes to Jesus and falls on his knees and says, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus, as he sometimes rather disarmingly does, throws that question back at him and says, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. And yet here Jesus takes that word to himself. I am the good shepherd. And uh, as, as David began to unpack last week, uh, the shepherd image, the shepherd analogy uh, is, uh, is a really important one for the people of Israel. There are places in the prophets, in Jeremiah and Ezekiel and Zechariah, where the leaders of the people are called shepherds. And uh, as they are called shepherds, uh, so the prophets, uh, the prophets make it clear that they have been weak or corrupt or exploitative, that their shepherding of the people has brought them under judgment from God. So much so that God promises to be the shepherd of his people Israel. And we, we hear that, don't we, in the, in the beautiful Psalms, uh, particularly uh, the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. So when Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, it would be difficult for him to pack uh, a more outrageous claim into just five words. I am, reaching back to the burning bush, the good, no one is good but God alone, shepherd, the one who is coming to shepherd God's people. This is a deep and outrageous claim about who Jesus is. He then goes on to unpack what this claim means. And the key difference between the way Jesus is a shepherd 
and the leaders of Israel have been shepherds, is that Jesus doesn't see the flock as wealth or status or uh, as somehow a uh, means to an end. Jesus sees the sheep as people to be served and to be loved and to protect. And he is going to express that primarily by laying down his life. And uh, it's remarkable that in this passage that we have had read for us this morning, Jesus says that he's going to lay down his life five times in about nine verses. It's, it's amazing. Um, verse 11, uh, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Verse 15, just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. Verse 17, the reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life. Verse 18, no one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down. It's almost as if Jesus is, 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 uh, is wanting to hammer this point home above all else. This is how you know I am the good shepherd, because I will lay down my life for the sheep. The other Gospels perhaps use slightly different language, but, but we remember that, that Jesus says, I have come not to be served. I'm not about status and wealth, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. We read in the other Gospels about the parable of the lost sheep. Jesus will search for them, and it's a search so deep and profound and important that he will give everything to win them back, even up to his own life. This is how we know he is a good shepherd. He loves us and will give everything for us in order to bring us home as his flock, his people. You might remember um, that when uh, the young uh, shepherd king, G uh, uh, David, the young boy David, goes up to the front um, when uh, Israel were fighting uh, the Philistines and Goliath is out there going, um, that, that, that uh, David says, as a shepherd, he's been incredibly brave. If a bear or a wolf came and took one of the flock, he would run after them and he'd strike the animal and get the sheep back. And if necessary, he would kill the wild animal in order to protect the sheep. It's almost as if that gives us a picture of God's love for us poured out in Jesus. That is how important we are to him. He loves us. He will not want us to go. He will, he will pursue us. He will love us. He will lay down his life for us. A reminder, if we needed one, of God's love and commitment to us in this image. I am the good shepherd. But if the shepherd is the one who loves the sheep, the shepherd is also the one who leads the sheep. He leads us in the way that we are to go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me in quiet pastures. The shepherd is a leader. A leader, yes, deeply and passionately committed to us, but a leader who also takes us on a journey, who guides us, who, uh, who, who leads us. And we have to trust him at times, don't we? And if you, you think about the image, uh, I hope it's not 
uh, pushing it too far. Uh, an average sheep is about uh, is about sort of two to three feet high. Uh, an average shepherd is five to six feet high. So uh, in very simple terms, a shepherd can see more, can see more of the lie of the land. And that, I'm sure we've all had times when we thought, why, why is the Lord leading me in this way? I, I, it doesn't seem to make any sense. We have to trust that he can see more. He can see the landscape and he is going to guide us through even the valley of the shadow of death. So the good shepherd loves us and the good shepherd leads us. But how can he lead us when we're in lockdown? How can he lead us when we can't go anywhere? How can he lead us in these really difficult strange and unlikely days well i don't want to uh, make things too simple but i just wonder i wonder if at the moment the way the lord leads us he simply leads us through each day he simply leads us through each day things are not easy are they i know we can overstate our difficulties and hearing from Liz and Samer last week about what it's like in Egypt reminds us that there are many countries in the world where people are, are really struggling, where um, to not work is not an option because if they don't work, they don't eat. I don't want to overstate our difficulties. We do have our wonderful NHS. We do have secure food supply. We do have electricity and running water. There are so many things that we are blessed with, and it's right that we count our blessings. But neither should we somehow dismiss or minimize the difficulties that we face. I think all of us have remembered that we are created for community. We are created to be with one another. And however deeply we love those with whom we live, if we're privileged to live with others. We remember that we need one another. We need those moments of encounter and experience and being together, and we can't have them. And sometimes life can feel really tricky. People uh, on the news and the, and the, and the television are, are beginning to talk about a, a, uh, a tsunami of mental health issues waiting building up for when the lockdown breaks and people can come out and i think if we're honest we can begin to just touch and feel those sense of loneliness isolation anxiety depression the misuse of food or drink or other substances as well as the darker things of domestic violence and violence in the home the lord is our shepherd how does he lead us? He leads us through each day. And it may be if you are in a dark or difficult place that the Lord's leading just enables you to do some really simple things. Today we're going to get up and we're going to get dressed and we're going to have something to eat. And if those things feel like mountains to climb, then he is there. He is your shepherd. If there are certain tasks you need to get done and they feel increasingly difficult, they feel like you're wading through treacle, the Lord is your shepherd 
and he will lead you through. If your heart sinks when you, if you work on a screen and you are having to, to, to reply to dozens of emails or another Zoom meeting or another encounter, the Lord is your shepherd and he will lead you through one day at a time, one task at a time. Give us this day our daily bread. Yes, we have much that is good, many luxuries, many blessings, many material things. But life is not easy and life is not as it is meant to be. And for many of us, this will be difficult. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. It's an outrageous claim about who he is. But it's a wonderful promise that he will lead us through. Amen.